press play on the inside inside sales show powered by the sales iq network my name is daryl prale i'm your host and you my friend well you and i we're going on a journey every single week talking to the industry's most accomplished sales legends as they share with us their tips their tricks their techniques and their tactics to become sales rock stars you simply need to do what they're doing and you will achieve similar nirvana if you like to laugh you like to be entertained if you like to go off on tangents and tell stories you're going to love what you're going to hear next sit back relax it's going to get real It's another week here at the Inside Inside Sales Show. And folks, have you ever have you ever panicked when suddenly you realize that you're supposed to be at a meeting and you're not at a meeting? And you know the prospect is there and you know that you scheduled the meeting, you agreed to the meeting, you might have even used your own link for the meeting, and yet you're not there and you're panicking. You're a little bit beside yourself. Well, Here's what you need to know. It happens to the best of us. Now, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here, but today's guest may or may not have shown up on time and been aware that they were speaking and known what they were to talk about. We're not going to go down that road. We're, this is a hypothetical. It's totally hypothetical. But what I want to talk to you about, and by the way, I should mention before I get into it, that may result in a slightly shorter than normal podcast. But on the you know value per minute quotient, it's going to be off the charts. Plus, my editors are going to be so happy. And if you're out running or exercising, you might want to have a second podcast lined up. Okay, that's it. That's all my caveats for today. Here we go. Let's get into it. I love to rant. You know that. Ha! Okay, so I just started a job. You know that too. Guess what I did when I started the job? I'll tell you what I did. I thought about what were the top three things I needed to achieve in my job in the first year to be successful. Then I thought about what were the top three things that were going to drive those top three outcomes. Then I thought about what were the top three initiatives I had to do. Then I thought about what were the top three people I needed to talk to. In other words, I could go on. But you get the idea here. People like to think in groups of three, sometimes five. If you look at the top performing pieces of content, it's like three things you know need to know. Five mistakes you should never make. You know, these three morons couldn't pick up a girl if their life depended upon it. You get the premise. So today, we're going to talk about not one, not two, but a trifecta on all things about amazing SDRs. And I want you to think about it. I want you to sit still. I want you to contemplate. I want you to think about what are the top three attributes that you think, and, and, and I'm going to say SDR, but it could be an AE, that you think you need to blow out your quota and get promoted. What are the top three? You got them? You ready? You thinking? All right. If this was Johnny Carson, if he was still on the air, kids, look it up. If you don't know who Johnny Carson is, I'd be doing the great Karnak right now. And I'd be tapping my head saying, here's the envelope. Let's open it up. And here's the answer. Now, of course, I'm not Karnak. Look at that. My guest is doing it. If you're watching this on video, he knows who Carson is. Of course, he's in California. That makes sense. Who is the individual who knows about all things SDR? Well, I'll drop a hint here. Okay. Hint number one, he's been on the show before. Hint number two, he's been on the show twice. That makes this his third time. 
Hint number three, the company he represents that he founded is called Tenbound. Hint number four, his wife is way prettier and more talented than he is. Hint number five, he has got a garage full of Mr. Pep. It's a doll that makes noises and makes you feel good about yourself, and he's willing to sell it to you at a heavy discount for giveaways as he desperately looks for it. Are you in sales, but you're not using a sales engagement tool? Then you're probably losing out on revenue because you are not engaging with prospects at the right time, with the right cadence, and with enough persistency. You need VanillaSoft. Go to VanillaSoft.com. All right, those are your five hints. Who do you think it is? If you guessed David Delaney, my friend, you were right. David, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing very well, Daryl. Thanks for having me on, and I'm excited to talk to you about this. And just so you know, it's Mr. Pep Talk. Mr. Pep because Talk. Because he gives you pep talks when you're not feeling well. And I cannot believe I don't have one here. I, I, my kids probably got a hold of him. Well, I would have no normally I'd be back in my old office at Vanilla Saw, and I would just simply grab him. But I'm now at full in on my home office here, and I haven't fully unpacked yet, I will admit. So Mr. Pep Talk, whom I love and I have, is not readily accessible either. So we're equally delinquent. But Mr. Pep Talk, boys and girls, I did a Google once. If you Google Mr. Pep Talk, you will find him. He is online. And David can give you yeah. one hell of a deal. All right. So that's what you need Operators to know. Operators are standing by, Daryl. And, and we've got a, I've got the inside track. So give me a call. We can get you as many of these as you need. Mr. Pep Talk.com. I love it. Okay. Tenbound.com, as long as we're doing the talk.com game. And boys and girls, if you don't attend Bound, let me tell you one thing. It is the place to go to for all things around sales development as it relates specifically, but not exclusively, but specifically their expertise, their specialization around SDRs. David, today we're doing this very compressed timeline because it's possible that you might have been late. But Theoretically possible, of course, not actual, because you understand that, that one of the amazing attributes of an incredible SDR, maybe even one of the trifecta aspects, is showing up on time. Now that I've given you enough grief, talk to me, David. I'm just going to torment David nonstop here, folks. You ever do that? You're like a dog with a bone and you won't let it go. I do this to my wife occasionally, too. I don't know why we're still married. What are the top three things? Okay, so folks, remember I said, think about the top three things. Okay, Karnak, when you opened your envelope... What were the top three things that would are, are, are key to helping an SDR blow out their quota and get promoted? And then I want to know, are they good at it or are they not? Go. It's a good question. And, you know, Dara, I was running SDR teams at tech companies for a number of years before starting TenBound. And then we actually now work with SDR teams and SDR leaders to help them with their predictable pipeline hands-on every day. So I'm, I'm still in this. And it's really interesting in observing top-performing SDRs versus folks that, that struggle and, and, and just understanding some of the differences that we see out there. And, and I'm going to start with the one aspect that is not a determinant, which is I'm kind of going the opposite way, but what's not a determinant necessarily is product knowledge. And that's usually where SDRs will start when they start with the company. They'll go in and learn everything about their company, the systems, the, process, the processes internally, and the product that they have. And I think you, you know this as well as I do, the customers and the prospects couldn't care less about your product. So it's a lot of time spent and not necessarily the payoff. 
So what are the big three? That's what we're going to be talking about. Okay, before you answer that, funny yeah. story. There was a study we did when I was at VanillaSoft where we commissioned this. We, did, we surveyed 2,000 buyers, senior level buyers, mm. all right? And we, we said, what are the top competencies you want? Product knowledge was not number one. Now, I don't know if I'm going to spill the beans on your trifecta, but I will share with you <laughs> what number one was of 2,000 buyers. It was understanding the buyer's business needs. 89% said they valued that as the number one attribute, by far number one. All right, that's it. So did I steal your thunder or what? You go for it, brother. Big time, big time. So there's three things, and you just hit number one, which is industry and persona knowledge. So we put it into that bucket. So what does that mean? It's essentially understanding at a high level the vocabulary, the problems, the pain points, what your industry is dealing with as far as the, the difficulties and the, the, the struggles that they're going through, and then specifically the people that you're calling, what are their specific you know, goals, objectives, and, and problems that they're trying to solve at a high level? So we're not talking about personalization. We're not talking about making every single message that you send out, but just at a high level, do you understand the vocabulary and do you understand some of the major pain points of your industry and your persona? So that's thing number one. Okay, I want to stop there. I know we're on a, we're on a compressed timeline, so we're going to talk fast. In my yeah. sales experience, whether I was a rep or I was a sales leader, most reps, 80 plus percent, according to Darrell's unscientific math, had no knowledge of their industry other than what they were taught by their employer during their initial onboarding process Yeah, and, and made no effort to get to know their industry. What have you seen? hundred percent, because if you think about it, most SDRs get into the job and they're just looking for a job. They're looking for a way to get into the tech industry, get some experience. And so then that they can, you know, proceed to become an AE or to become a marketer or, or, you know, get their foot in the door in the company. And so they're not necessarily interested in the industry that they're calling on or even the personas the people that they're calling on. So, you know, if you're not interested in a topic, you're gonna not gonna spend a lot of time, you know, learning about it and, and figuring out how you can help. And so if, if you're in that, you know, 1% and you wanna become a tremendous SDR and, and get better in your career, there's, a, there's a resources out there. Read the blogs that your industry and personas tune into. Watch the conference talks that they watch. Jump onto the newsletters that they read. And really just all you're trying to do is get that vocabulary so that when you create a message, you're actually talking about a problem that they have versus your product, which nobody really cares about. So if you're a new SDR, pro tip from me, make a point of calling one to two existing marquee ideal customer profile fitting customers a week. So if you do two a week when you're just ramping up, then the first three months, that's 12, you've talked to 24 customers, you are there. Even if you call one a week, that's still 12 customers, you will get it and ask them why are they a customer, what was the problems they needed, everything else. If for whatever reason you can't do that, you're not allowed to do that, stupid if that's the case, 
Go to your customer success people and ask them what are they seeing as they make your customers a success, all right? So everything David said, plus that, be intentional, do that. What's number two, my friend? 100%, 100%. And then the, the, the next thing is more along the lines of sales training. So the, the best SDRs that we see out there dive in to the sales skills aspect of the job. So that means a lot of role playing, a lot of training, online training, studying. How do you become the best at handling objections, pitching your uh, value proposition, getting meetings, staying focused, time management, all the things that make a great salesperson? Dive in and get those sales skills. Critical. Share a story with you, folks. I was talking to my head of sales the other day. She was sharing with me how we're working with a sales trainer, an outside sales trainer, they who shall remain nameless, but are expensive and talented. Are they talented because they're expensive? I don't know, but you figure that part out. Regardless, <laughs> this is what happened. They did a role calling, you know, a role playing, a phone call, pitching the whole nine yards. I can't talk today, but you get the idea. And the sales trainer just ripped them all with love and respect. I want to be clear on this, but called them out on how they sucked. Suck, 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 suck. And afterwards, the sales manager went back to the head of sales and, and they were upset because the sales trainer essentially hurt their feelings. I'm just being a smart ass. That's not what they said, but you get the idea. They were very rough on them. Guess what? It's tough love. If you can't survive a sales trainer, the real world is going to eat your sorry ass up. You should welcome that. Make your mistakes there. And then when they over prep you, you will go out and you will hit a home run and you will be very, very rich. And you will then go buy the Lamborghini and you will flaunt it in front of Delaney and I who do not have one. So if one was industry and persona knowledge and two is prospecting and sales skills, what, my friend, is number three? Well, this is another thing that's totally learnable and that's grit, your mindset. And, and that means that it is so easy if you've been punched in the face a few times, you know, theoretically, after a whole lifetime of getting a blue ribbon, you know, just for showing up at the soccer game. And now suddenly you're, you're out there. And like Daryl, you mentioned, you're, you're taking the punches and you're trying to use your sales skills and you're trying to use your industry vocabulary. A lot of people are not looking right now for solutions. And the truth is that, that, you know, you're, probably interrupting them in, in, you know, in your activities. So you're going to have to really focus on developing a gritty, entrepreneurial, get it done no matter what type of mindset. And that's something that you can do every day. There's so many resources that can help you go from sort of a negative naysayer to a positive attitude believer. And you really got to focus on that. If you're a longtime fan of the show, you will have heard me say over and over and over again that the biggest sales skill you need is mindset. Now, I've given you lots of uh, recommendations before. I've given, I brought on guests on the, on, on the podcast to talk about mindset. So I'm not going to beat that up. You can go find that yourself or just Google it. But mindset is huge. It's, 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 it's literally as simple as being intentional about how you react to a tough situation. So you make... 50 calls a day and nobody answers the phone. How are you going to choose to react? You do get five conversations in those 50 calls of which three of them yell at you and call you everything in the book. How are you going to choose to react? 
Mindset is a choice. That's the biggest thing you need to understand. Now, I understand this mental health. We're not talking about mental health. We're talking about mindset. All right. One of the things that I love is a friend of mine, another great trainer, once said, the reason we find sales so hard is because mom and dad, when we were young, taught us to be polite. Say, yes, please. You know, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, thank you. know, they're not to interrupt, not to be rude. Sales says you need to throw all that out because you are going to interrupt them and you are going to be annoying. All right. Mindset. You choose to do that. How you choose to react will dictate your success. So my brother, I've heard you say the three, the, the, the amazing SDR trifecta is industry and persona knowledge. We talked about how to get that. Prospecting and sales skills, we talked about pursuing that. Lots of resources. We're going to come back to that one. And three, being gritty and having entrepreneurial mindset. It's all about mindset, the power of the mindset, how you choose to react. Okay, let's go back to prospecting and sales skills. There's this little website I've heard of and an organization I call 10bound. Have you heard of it, David? Yes, I, I highly recommend it. Five stars. 10bound.com. If you can give yeah. our audience one tip as it relates to this tiny organization called 10 bound as it relates to that trifecta skill of developing their skills what would that one tip piece of advice counsel wise words wisdom be yes i go to the website get on the newsletter it's free and ton of prospecting and sales skills advice mindset advice industry persona advice coming out once a week and did i mention that it was completely free it may have come up. <laughs> I will tell you this, folks. The I have been to uh, numerous 10-bound events. I have found their traditional sales development conference, which I know they've been virtual the last little while, but even I've been doing it when I was live. I'm not saying this. This is my top two conferences in the industry. Two very different conferences. The other one I would say would be outbound. Worlds apart in, in style and format. That's how good the conference is. If you want to learn talk to your boss, do it as a group thing, just go and do it. David, thanks for joining us today. I am so glad you're here. Best way to get a hold of you, my friend, LinkedIn, I'm guessing? Yeah, LinkedIn, it's D-U-L-A-N-Y, so it's a little bit different. And, and then 10bound is T-E-N-B-O-U-N-D.com. All right, David, you as always are a rock star. Thank you, brother. Friends, did you have fun today? It was compressed, it was tight, but I told you, on the messaging per minute quotient, we were going to kick ass, and I think we did just that. I will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.